previously on Lonely Roads. A bizarre scene. Two hikers found dead, bodies mauled, and an apparent bear attack, but the first sighting in over 20 years. So, I have a goal here. Um, I'm trying to scare these goths straight. I am using the sight. So, as you use your sight, you can see and feel the presence of of angry spirit. As you're feeling this, uh, the amount of like malevolence and anger coming off of this far exceeds anything you've ever felt before. I was just kind of peeking around and trying to stay out of the way. Um, but definitely the centerpiece is towards the back against a wall. There is uh, what looks to be like a large iron cage. In front of the cage is a plaque. Uh, it is titled "A Tortured Past." We're gonna jump back to Jillian and Christopher because, as you are heading back to the campsite as well, uh, something interesting happens. Right uh, as you are heading in at the edge of town, uh, as you pass the ranger station. Uh, you kind of go, to, like, you turn onto the main drag, uh, and you can see uh, that there are several cars uh, pulled, like, in the middle of the street, uh, and there appears to be, like, an enormous bear who is translucent and red, uh, clawing at one of the doors. Uh, and so there's two cars kind of parked together, uh, and people inside very clearly scared. Uh, and off to the side, uh, like, kind of inside a diner, like, with a, a camera, there's a guy who's actually sitting there recording it. Uh, as you come across the scene, what do you two do? I point at the big red translucent bear and say, Ghost Bear. Uh, there is a camera. We need to do something about that camera before I can even start to address this ghost bear. Quick, someone explode the camera with their brain. Uh, if only we knew someone who could do... Oh, wait. That's your cue, Christopher. Yep, that's my cue. So what are you doing? Um... Uh... I am going to run into the diner and stand behind the guy with the camera, like looking over his shoulder, like, oh my god, oh my god. And then I'm going to use my uh, move, the big whammy, to use my powers to kick some ass and harm his camera. So kick some ass is more like when you're fighting a creature. Um, I'd say rather than it's not going to fight back, so I, I, this is probably more an act under pressure. Um, and my my other question in this is, Jillian, so I, I, I'm guessing you stop your bike. Christopher jumps off and runs towards the diner. W what are you doing in this moment? Well, uh, my bike is going to be parked. <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll, we'll say just uh, as we're trying to resolve this, you're you're parking your bike. So Christopher, as you you run inside and throw open the door, and there's actually a bell which jingles, uh, and the the building is actually named Dina's Diner, uh, and there's a, a woman like in a like 
pink dress with like a kind of classical white apron on top of it, uh, who's kind of standing by the window gaping. Uh, and next to her uh, is kind of a reedy looking man uh, with kind of thick set glasses on. Uh, you can see that the camera he's holding uh, is actually, it looks really expensive. You get the impression that he probably does this uh, maybe professionally, uh, but go ahead and roll act under pressure. Oh, he's like one of those scratch hunters. Or like a reporter. Yeah, like a professional journalist. Uh, act under pressure is is a cool. Uh, yeah, I'd say because you are using uh, magic, uh, if you want, you can roll plus weird. Um, I'll just stick with the cool roll because it did well. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, that is a 10. That is a success. Uh, you get what you want. Uh, so you use your magic uh, to... What are you... Are you making it explode? Or are you just frying something? Um, fry the hard drive. <laughs> I want to make... Since uh, my powers are more um, mind-oriented, I am... Uh, I want to do something that like causes him to drop it like a little static shot to his finger and he goes, ow and drops it or tie his shoelaces. So as he steps to get a better angle, he falls on it. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I think that's exactly what, what happens. He, uh, he's enthralled with the scene that's unfolding and you can see now that the bear has actually, uh, managed to rip off the door of one of the cars like he's in the act of doing that and he leans forward trying to get a, a zoom in focus the shot uh, and in that he actually loses his balance uh, and tips forward and as he tries to catch himself from uh, hitting the ground uh, the camera falls out uh, and hits the ground and you can see that it, it the the lens itself snaps off perfect uh, so what would you like to do now? That bear is clearly trying to get through that door, huh? Uh, he is. He has succeeded. You can see he's in the act of prying it off of the door, the like the hinge right now. Like the person inside is exposed. Like they're trying to undo their seatbelt and scramble against uh, the what, outside. What? Uh, what? What's the odds that there is something I can pick up to to hit it with? Uh, I mean, you are you are on a street, so I'd say that there's probably a pretty good chance it's probably like a, a brick or rock or maybe some kind of like ornamental lawn Wait, thing. Everybody is inside the diner, and this is trying to get into a car or a house. So it's you are on a street, and there's like kind of standard evening traffic going on. And there are cars that are have stopped in the middle of the street as this thing has emerged from the woods and started attacking. So right now it is in the middle of getting into a car, which currently has two people inside of it. There are other people within cars, but they are very clearly like frozen in their fear. Oh, well then I know exactly what I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, uh, instead of parking my motorcycle... I'm just going to flip down my uh my helmet so you can't actually see my fucking face. And I'm going to try bike checking this bear ghost. Uh okay. So you you are <laughs> uh presumably stopping Christopher gets off dashes into the diner. Uh dashes into the diner. I hear the crash of the camera and then 
rev my engine and fucking ram it. My goal is to, to hit it perpendicular to knock it away from the people who are in the car. Uh, okay, well, this is definitely a kick some ass move. Uh, and go. I think kick for you it's ass. plus weird, right? It is plus weird. Go ahead and roll nice. plus weird. Them sick vampire oh reflexes. Oh my god. So that Fuck. is a six. Go ahead and mark experience. <laughs> uh, so on a six, you get your ass kicked. Uh, so as the uh, as you rev up your bike, uh, the the bear immediately turns and looks at you. Uh, and as you uh, drive straight into it, it rears up and it swipes you. And when it hits you, like you would expect, normally a bear would really hurt. But this thing has, like, uh, an otherworldly force. Uh, it strikes you, knocking you clear from your bike, uh, and you hit the ground rolling. Uh, I'm going to need you to go ahead and take... Three harm. I take one less, because I'm immortal. Uh, okay, yeah. So as it hits you, not only is there, like, a blunt impact, but its claws, like, kind of... Uh, cut into you as you are flung from it and you hit the ground. Uh, but yeah, you'll take one less. Uh, Christopher, you see uh, Jillian thrown from her bike uh, and kind of careen across the ground. Uh, what are you doing? I... Oh, I got man. its attention! Um, First thing I'm doing is I'm pulling out my phone and calling Team Dad. <laughs> team dad go ahead and uh roll plus half your luck will round up so plus four you can just roll 2d6 plus four we are the best team sure. 2d6 plus four uh so that's a 10 which is a success uh the phone call goes through uh team dad uh which 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 phone did you call um, Professor, Doctor. Uh, okay, Doctor, as you are exiting the museum and uh, getting in the pickup, uh, your phone starts ringing. I answer it. Yes, this is Leopold Lloyd Easton. How may I help you? Um, get, get on with it, boy. I know it's you. There's a ghost bear. Main Street, Pina Diner. Excellent. To the diner. Uh, yeah, no, I floor it. Uh, okay, you uh, you begin tearing through town. It's a small town, as we've established, but it will take you a few minutes to get there. Uh, Jillian, you just got the shit kicked out of you. Uh, you begin picking yourself up off the ground. What would you like to do? Uh, the goal is to lead this bear back into the woods. If I can get it to chase me into the woods, where I can actually let loose... <laughs> Uh, okay, how how do you intend to go about doing that? Well, it clearly doesn't like me. Is its attention on me? Uh, it it's looking at you, uh, and with you on the ground, uh, it it seems to not be deeming you a threat, and it's turning back to the the meat that's closer at hand. Uh, uh, it definitely knows you're there. She she picks herself up, dusts off her riding leathers, and goes. Hey, Teddy Ruxpin! Uh, if I have to pick up a rock and throw a rock at it to get its attention, I will. Yeah, I, I think that's probably a little more fitting. Uh, this this thing is, is not probably going to respond well to you yelling at it. 
so I think this isn't uh, this isn't like a kick some ass because there's no chance that it's going to uh, fight back. I, I think this is probably more an act under pressure. So go ahead and roll plus cool. Nine. Nice. Uh, that's a nine. So on a nine, the keeper is going to give you a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. Uh, give me a moment. I want to think about this. Uh, okay, so I th I think this is how it's going to work. You can throw the rock at the ghost bear and hit it and have it chase you into the woods. But if you do that, Christopher isn't going to come with you. You're going to be alone with this thing for a bit. Yeah, I kind of figured. This sounds a bit like the protect someone role. I don't know what that is. I was looking at the basic moves and uh, prevent harm to another character, roll tough, and that actually worked out very similarly. Yeah, that that would be... Uh, I would say that would be more the case if Jillian was like going up and getting in its face to prevent it attacking, but if she's trying to taunt it... I'm just saying for like me mechanically the effect you're going for is something similar. Gotcha. Not, not like redo the roll, not at all that. Gotcha. Um, so, Jillian, yeah, you huck this rock and immediately begin hightailing it towards the tree line. Uh, and this figure, this this bright red glowing bear, turns and charges after you. Uh, Christopher, as you're watching this scene from the diner, you get a chance to look at this thing a little closer. And you can see that the bear itself, while it is glowing a, a, a bright red, uh, there's actually something inside of it. it it looks like uh a, a human like a, a person almost like curled up in a ball uh in the center of it uh and you see it charge after jillian uh what would you like to do shit i'm going to start pursuit uh okay uh i think as you uh exit the diner uh, and begin running after the the pair. Uh, you see a familiar beat up pickup truck uh, pull into sight. Uh, Leopold and Luther, uh, you have arrived at the scene. Hmm. We have entered the fray. Uh, what would you guys like to do? You can see that there is a uh, in the distance, uh, pretty far away, because that was the cost of the roll. Uh, your uh, Jillian has disappeared into the tree line. Christopher is closer, uh, but running, uh, and there are people in vehicles with doors ripped off. Uh, hey, Dad. Yeah. You're driving, Bye, so you get to pick where yeah. we go. I'll stop briefly. Leopold, help him out. Gonna, gra gonna grab a gear bag and get out of the truck real quick. Boy, am I driving my truck towards the forest. Someone get my motorcycle! Uh, okay, so if I'm understanding this correct, Leopold, you are staying with the victims. Uh, Christopher and Luther, you guys are pursuing? Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Jillian. Uh, Jillian, you are in the forest. Uh not very far, probably maybe a hundred or so feet, uh, and this creature is uh, closing in on you. Uh, if it breathed, you could feel its breath on your neck. 
Uh, you're winded at this point. Uh, well, maybe not. You're a vampire. Uh, you definitely have exerted yourself uh, and are, are feeling a little tired. Uh, and the bear is closing in on you. Uh, what do you do? All right. Um, given that I only have so much hope for it's a ghost. Uh, do I know anything that will hurt a ghost? Uh, do you think Julian would? I don't know. How long have we been running around doing this? Not long enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 not something... I mean, it's like in D&D, you could roll Arcana or, or something like that, but it, at this point, it's basically, would Jillian know? It's kind of up to you. I don't know if this is going to work or not, but uh, there's plenty of trees, and I have unholy strength, and maybe it's time to play baseball with some supernaturals. Uh, okay, so I'm, you're... I'm going for a kick some ass. Uh, so you're knocking down a tree and trying to hit it with it? Is that what I'm understanding? I'm going to break off a branch. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, you pull down a branch. It cracks into your hand. Go ahead and roll plus weird. That is a seven. So on a seven plus, you and whatever you're fighting inflict harm on each other. The amount of harm is based on the established dangers in the game. That usually means you inflict the harm rating of your weapon and your enemy inflicts their attacks harm rating on you. Call it a club? Yeah. So let's, let's, I don't even know how that would work. Let's look it up. Weapons. So that is a mundane weapon, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, we'll say that it's sharp or heavy. Uh, so it's going to be one harm hand. Does that sound right to you? Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, okay. So as you uh, as this thing closes on you, you drop into uh, almost like a batter's stance uh, and swing into it, and it, it passes through the creature. But it definitely has some resistance. You you get the sense that it, it hurt it a little bit. Uh, but as it gets close to you, uh, it, it kind of rears up on two legs. And at this point, you see the human figure inside. Uh, and it kind of uncurls. And an, an arm shoots out of the chest of the bear. Uh, and it grabs you. And you immediately feel cold seep into your body. Um, you are going to take... Uh, to harm, ignore armor. Uh, so yeah, this normally your undead nature would have resistance to like physical attacks, but this goes beyond that. You can feel this, this is like freezing you from the inside out. It also says that I don't age or sicken though. Uh, that's that's okay. This this uh kind of supersedes that. It's draining your vitality out the way you would in somebody's blood. Yeah, that that is a good analogy. Uh, okay, so uh, as as it's gripping you, uh, we'll say Christopher and Luther uh, enter the forest uh, and see this happening, but I want to jump to Leopold. Uh, mm-hmm. You just jumped out of the truck with uh, a kitten hand. Uh, what are you doing? I'm going to try to make sure people don't die. So if there's anybody who's like hurt or bleeding out or anything like that. Yeah, that's teamwork. I'm going to try to save some lives. Sure. Uh, so you, you approach the uh, vehicle and you see there is a, a middle-aged man uh, inside uh, and he's actually holding his leg. There's a, a deep gash in it uh, and he's kind of hyperventilating. 
Um, but certainly you can uh, bandage his wounds. I, I think this is probably something you're proficient at at this point. We don't need to roll for anything, uh, but All certainly right. you can stabilize him. Is there anything else you're trying to do here? I am actually going to use this as an opportunity while I'm being benevolent and helpful to investigate the mystery and get witness accounts. I like it. Like, a, tell me what happened. How did this happen to you? Uh, okay, go ahead and roll plus sharp. Nice. That's a 13. Uh, go ahead and hold two. So what happened here? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? Or what sort of creature is it? Yeah, so I'm going to spend both holds for what can it do and what can hurt it. Uh, okay. So I will say, uh, as far as what can it do, uh, the man whom you're giving aid to, uh, he calms down. You, you can see in the, the back seat of his car, there's actually a, a hunting rifle. Hmm. He, he's kind of just blabbering. He's like, I, 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 I wanted to fight that damn bear, but I didn't. I didn't expect it to come into town. Uh, and he kind of stumbles for a moment. I mean, it, nothing stopped it. It, it. it reached through my door. It, it ran through a stop sign. It, it, it can't be real, can it? Of course it's not real, young man. You're in shock. I, and he kind of looks down to his, his bandaged leg. He says, but I, I saw it. I know a bear killed Kevin, but that was it was a bear, right? That was just a bear, young man. You're just in shock. You didn't expect a bear that big. It must have been on steroids or something. It must have gotten into something in a garbage. Swelled it up to a massive size. Perhaps it's got some sort of parasitic infection. Uh, uh, and I'm going to play the cover-up game on this. Yeah. And nice. Go ahead and, and roll manipulate someone. So, so plus charm. Okay. Uh, so that is a nine. They'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show them you mean it. If you ask too much, they'll tell you what, if anything, would take them for them to do it. Uh, I think that he 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 kind of collects himself for a moment, and he looks at you, and he says, No, I don't I don't think you're right. That has to be what killed my Kevin. I, there, there's, there's no way that some ordinary creature could take down my boy. Oh, that's, that's no ordinary creature, sir, but you wouldn't want to say anything to get your Kevin looked at oddly, to get you looked at oddly, taken away from your family. And I'm going to kind of lean in of the don't get caught acting crazy, man. He, uh, he looks at you uh, and, and kind of nods and he says, I, I suppose you're right. I don't think uh, getting, getting put in a straight coat's not going to help now. That uh, that makes sense. Your Kevin wouldn't want that to happen to you. Remember, it was just a normal bear <laughs> on drugs or something. Right, drugs. <laughs> uh, that bear must have taken a whole lot of meth. Yeah, uh, I've heard about those meth bears. Uh, as far as uh, what can hurt it, um, the, the New I, England I meth bears. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know that there is anything in general in this scene that would indicate what can hurt it. Certainly, you know that uh, for normal, like low-level spirits and poltergeists, certainly things like rock salt or cold iron uh, can harm it. Uh, but seeing this thing in action, I, I think you would realize that it's going to take uh, a step beyond that. Um, it's going to take some 
some magic, maybe some big magic? Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, as you're sitting here kind of thinking about it and collecting and, and putting together the scene, uh, you would assume that either uh, big magic could resolve it or or maybe, you know, you, there was one case that you read about, probably weren't there firsthand as it wasn't your exact specialty. Um, mm-hmm. But you do know that typically if you are able to dispose or destroy remains, uh, that will eliminate the ghost as well. So you think either, yeah, big magic or or maybe finding and get rid of the ring would do it. I see you have been binging Supernatural. I mean, what? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yep. Already. Salt and burn the body. Sounds yep. good to me. Uh, okay. Uh, so Luther is your, or excuse me, Leopold is your wrapping up there. Uh, Luther uh, and Christopher, you see that Jillian is currently being strangled by an arm that is a, a spectral arm that is coming out of a bear. You guys can pick who goes first, but what do you two do? Uh, I'm going to take my chainsaw, uh, give it the old dunkaroo and a bucket of holy water, and I'm going to go to town on this motherfucker. Do you typically carry holy water with you? Uh, typically I do, because it is effective uh, against vampires, which are my natural enemy, and I've just figured, eh, if it works, apply apply directly to the forehead. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, so you- <laughs> You have dipped your chainsaw in holy water, uh, and you're going to attack it? Is that what you said? Sorry. Um, I'm going to use the protect another on Jillian. Is that the move? Protect someone? Protect someone. Uh, Yeah, so you can roll plus tough. Ah, in combat. Uh, Never again! In combat, I may choose to protect someone without rolling, as if I had rolled a plus 10, but I may not choose to suffer little harm. So you can uh, choose all impending danger is now focused on you. You inflict harm on the enemy or you hold the enemy back. All impending danger is now focused on me. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, what, are you, what are you doing to push this? I'm applying di- uh, directly to the forehead. <laughs> okay. So you're running up behind the, uh, the figure, uh, the big old bear, and chainsawing it, huh? Yeah, I give it the old Reverino, and I'm like, here you go. Uh, okay, yeah, you uh, you start revving it, uh, and you see that the figure inside of the bear actually turns to you uh, and lets go of Jillian, uh, and the bear drops oh, no. down to all fours uh, and begins lunging for you. Uh, Christopher, uh, what do you do? Psychic ghost punch. Okay. I am going to use the big whammy to use my powers to kick some ass. Uh, okay. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, so is this something that you do from afar, or do you have to get close? Um, it is a multi-range ability, um, about the same range as a pistol, uh, close range. Mm-hmm. And um, in order to use this one, I have to inflict self-harm with my fancy dagger. Uh, okay. And I, I, you know, do a nice little slice across my forearm, get some blood going, and then use that to power a psychic ghost punch. Uh, sounds good. Uh, go ahead and roll kick some ass. And do you actually take one harm from that? Um, or is it just uh, flavor? It that's a flavor thing. If okay. we want to cause harm, I can do that. 
Uh, I mean, if it doesn't say to do that, uh, I don't want to hurt you more than I have to. Uh, So let's hold off. All right. And I roll this with weird instead of tough. Sheboygan. Nice. Uh, Okay. That is a That is the best roll you could possibly get. So uh, when you do this damage, uh, you are each going to do harm to each other, but on a 10+, plus, you choose one extra effect. You gain advantage, take plus one forward, or give plus one forward to another hunter. You can inflict terrible harm, you can suffer less harm, or you can force them where you want them. Um, I'm going to inflict terrible harm. Uh, okay, and how much harm does uh, your psychic mojo do? Uh, it is a two harm, close, obvious, ignore armor. Uh, okay, and and what does that look like? I kind of take the blood and well it up in the palm of my hand as it runs down my forearm, and then I throw a blood bolt, magic missile type deal. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so I think uh, I think what happens here is uh, as you cut your arm uh, and begin welling and shaping this blood using your magic, uh, you see that the figure which is uh, regarding uh, Luther, uh, it actually cont- it doesn't move. It, it continues staring at him and, and getting ready to attack. Uh, but the bear actually turns towards you. Uh, and they separate, uh, and so there are now two figures: the bear, and this this shape of a human, which is just like a pitch black, like it's almost like a void. Uh, and you fire off your blood bolt, striking the bear, uh, and it it actually it seems like it really hurt it. it. It doesn't cry out; it's not making sound, but it slows for a moment before it barrels into you, uh, and it wraps you in its claws, and you feel them sink into your back. Uh, you're going to take three harm. Oh my god, that hurts. Uh, And I think at this point we go to Jillian. Uh, You are laying on the ground. Uh, You have taken how much harm at this point? At this point, I have taken three harm. Uh, Okay, yeah, you are hurting pretty bad. I think that at this point you're you're not quite unstable, but I think you're, you're one harm away from it. I am one harm away from it. Uh, that's okay. I plan to do something about that this round. Okay. Uh, given that I'm pretty sure my dad can handle ghost dude for a round. Uh, I'm not so sure my boyfriend won't die because of the bear. So she's going to actually hop up behind the bear and shove her hands into its ethereal uh, back. And I'm going to use the natural attack... Life drain. Interesting. So this uh, this sounds like some another kick some ass. Um, so go ahead mm-hmm. and roll plus weird. Uh, and I w- I will say that whenever you roll kick ass, you you are going to take damage as well. Uh, so that is a thirteen. Nice. Mm-hmm. You can take one forward, give forward to another hunter, inflict terrible harm, suffer less harm, or force them where you want them. I am doing uh, Inflict Terrible Harm because this base attack does life drain. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so that is plus one harm. I'm taking back what it took from me. So that's two harm. Okay, two harm. As my moons knit back together. So you, uh, do you normally 
feed on. Blood is her thing, but I am going because she felt it fe- stealing her energy. She's giving into her vampiric nature a little bit and reversing the flow. Okay. Now, w- when you vamp out like this, uh, do you look different? Her her eyes go all black. Uh, her fangs protrude. She gets sort of like this, not quite the ugly Buffy, somewhere in between the ugly Buffy vampire and... Like Dresden Files Red Court? Like, with the mask on, black-eyed? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you definitely get this thing's attention. Uh, as soon as you're done, like, drawing its essence, it immediately turns on you, uh, and it swipes, uh, and it, it hits you, uh, actually in the head, and the, the claws dig into your face, leaving these terrible wounds, which actually then uh, immediately close. Uh, you, you are taking three harm, um, but the, the pain of this thing essentially tearing your face off uh, are having trouble holding on to consciousness. You, you almost black out from it. And when you do this, you see that the human man figure that is all dark, it immediately ignores Luther, uh, and it runs back towards the bear. And the bear looks at it, and it regards it. Uh, and as they meet again, you see that the blackness within the, the red begins to to grow almost like it's it's seeping and then they wink out of existence and disappear uh and as you are in this now quiet night uh all kind of in this moment uh out of breath and breathing hard what do you guys do uh i'm probably actually Given how injured she is, she doesn't want to be this close to the people she gives a shit about who are both humans, so I'm bouncing. One of which is bleeding semi-profusely. Yeah, humans, otherwise known as food. Yeah. She she looks at you, she stares at you, and you see her actively tear herself away and bolt off into the woods. I'm gonna try to administer some first aid to, to dear old Christopher. <laughs> oh god, no, please save me. Someone, Mr. Doctor, Doctor Professor. Uh, yeah, that that is a good question, uh, Leopold. Uh, after after the scene of the attack, uh, who, what are you doing? I am gonna head towards my team. Uh, okay, we can say just in the interest of uh, moving things along, uh, as Jillian disappears into the woods, you you arrive. Well, looks like everyone's still alive. Where's Jillian? Um, she had to take some personal time. Yeah, so so the first aid that he's administering to you, uh, there honestly is no mechanic for it. It's just to prevent you from like bleeding out, which you're really not at risk for anyway. It's a thematic sort of patching. Um, he's a little he's a little rough around those wounds though. Bandages, a bottle and a half of rubbing alcohol for oh, disinfection. Yeah. yeah, you just dump that straight on the wound. Go with the iodine. It's much uh, better. So there is yeah. actually a, a, it's not a move, you don't roll on it, but if you are administering first aid, uh, Christopher, you will heal one harm. Woohoo! I'm more okay than I was. Oh hey, there you go. Uh, I, guess I, I guess I did do something cool. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to... Uh, 
I'm going to administer that first aid, and I'm going to be sorely cross, and I'm going to be like, what happened? Uh, so I, I think I actually want to pause and go back in time here a second, because uh, Jillian brings up an excellent point. Uh, when faced with a perfect opportunity to feed, as she just had in kind of the high-pressure situation, there's actually a move for this where Jillian needs to roll act under pressure in order to resist feeding. Uh, thank you for pointing that out. Uh-huh. Uh, so let me, let me actually pull up your, your playbook here, because uh, I want to see exactly what it says before everything is fine. I'm sure nothing will happen. <laughs> sure, everything will be totally okay. I show up, and then she goes full monster. So that's, that's actually an interesting question. I know, Leopold, your history, Jillian attacked you before... And you apparently didn't. You know. How do you feel about that? How do I feel about her being what she is? Yeah, well, uh, what she is and the fact that she attacked you, like, are you cool with it? Do you understand? Or I'm willing to use the monster until it needs to be put down. It obviously still wants to do good. So I'm going to let it until it no longer can. And then I'll fix the problem. Uh, okay, I think that's an important distinction. And uh, forgive me here, I'm. Uh, bu- 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 okay, uh, you must submit to living humans. It might take the form of blood, brains, or spiritual essence, but it must be from people. You need to act under pressure to resist feeding whenever a perfect opportunity presents itself. So, yeah, it's just uh, act under pressure, which is plus cool. Hope you got a good call okay, rating. Uh, okay, so that's a 10. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, so you, you set out to do what you uh, meant to do. So, yeah, Jillian flees into the woods. Goes and murdered some deer. I, I'm off to, to find me a different victim. Uh, okay. Find me a victim I don't give a shit about. Uh, okay, excellent. Uh, so, yeah, Christopher, you do heal one harm. Uh, the, the band is almost back together. Uh, okay, so I, I think it's going to be interesting to talk about uh, what happens with Jillian, but I want to know, what are the what are the rest of you doing in this moment? Uh, I am answering Papa Chainsaw's questions. Like, what happened? Well, we were driving back, um, and there was a ghost bear in the middle of the street ripping a car to paper. So I called you. And why just stop? Well, the creature was attacking innocents. You can't really hold that against them, can you? He uh, offers Christopher a grin and pats, uh, pats his other shoulder that's not messed up. You done good, kid. Get in the truck. Also, I hope that shoulder's not going to be a problem, because we're going to have some digging to do. Digging? Why would it... I would like to propose the idea that we should cut off the scene there and you focus on Jillian, because I think that's a really good uh, point to cut the scene. Uh, all right, that works for me. So, uh, <laughs> Oh, just real quick, I just, just for, for expediency's sake, I will collect Jillian's motorcycle and put it in the back of the truck. Yeah, I, I think that's probably something you've done before. It's uh, You've probably got tie-downs and stuff like that. Yeah, it's this is a regular thing. Uh, my my jewel, the jewel of my eye, is going off to uh, alleviate some stress. So, Jillian, are you just 
blindly fleeing through the forest trying to seek out substance? I am decently injured. I am starving because I haven't eaten yet today. And and that uh, that's a good question. Like when you eat, do you like normally just go out and hunt or do you have like some kind of alternate source? I normally have to go out and hunt. So I mean unless unless you want me to be feeding off of off of you, Pez. Um I Christopher would prefer that just so that you didn't have to run the risk of going out and getting in trouble. So she probably normally feeds off of you, but you were already injured. She doesn't trust herself to stop. Uh, if if I can get by on feeding on animals, I will. If not, I hope that there is some dumb adventure-seeking hiker in these woods. No, we scared <laughs> all those off already, remember? No, you scared off one group of them. Given given the way the playbook lays it out, it, it does have to be human, so I don't think you can get away with uh, you know, chomping on rats or deer or whatever. Um, yeah. But I, I will say this, uh, as you flee through the woods, uh, it, it takes you a little time. Uh, okay. So I think you, uh, you follow the road uh, for a little bit, uh, and what you end up finding uh you you kind of instinctually feel the life force of people of prey uh nearby and what you are led to is uh a camp the other campground that was outlined uh when you first got into town this is the the Ochip National Forest campground uh and inside of it as you kind of draw near it uh you see that there are five people that have set up camp there are, are two college-age girls uh, and, and three college-age boys. They're, they're kind of in, like, uh, almost, like, olive drab, like, uh, kind of just very simple uh, plain clothes. Um, and you can see that there's a, a, a Jeep, that there are a number of boxes and, like, coolers, and spray-painted in them with a stencil uh, is the for... Uh, uh, the, the the adventure is Colorado because that's where it's set, but that's not where we are. Uh, we'll say uh, Nature for Oregon uh, spray painted on these boxes and crates and coolers and so on. Uh, what do you do? I'm going to wait for wander, one of them to wander off to go piss. Uh, okay. So you see <laughs> that there is uh, uh, a young uh, woman. Uh, she stands up. She uh, she has her hair like pulled back into a braid uh, and she's wearing glasses uh, and she eventually stands up and separates from the rest of the group and uh, wanders into the woods. going to stalk her, going to wait till she's as far from the group as she's going to go. Uh, then I'm going to quickly, quietly take her down. And then once I am done feeding, I'm going to make it look like a fucking animal attack. Oh, you're just straight up killing her. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I don't know whether this is an act under pressure or a kick some ass. Um, for sure. Uh, I mean, so your your attack does what? Three harm? Two harm? My my base teeth attack does three harm. Okay. Three harm. Uh, I mean, most people in the world are going to have the a similar kind of harm rating that uh you you all do, so around seven or so. 
So a, a typical just like uh, bite and drain isn't going to like kill her um, unless that is your intention. Can can I uh, take the time to uh, give myself the assistance to be able to take her down swiftly? Uh, I think that is going to be an act under pressure. All right. Cool. Nope. That is a six. Uh, go ahead and mark experience. So I think uh, what happens here is uh, as she is peeing in the bush or whatever, uh, you sneak up on her uh, and you succeed in biting and feeding her, uh, but she screams bloody murder. And immediately you hear uh, to the side, everyone in camp immediately stands up uh, in alert and begins moving towards you. Go ahead and uh, heal your harm, but what do you do? Uh, uh, now, now that I am not hurt. Run, bitch, run. Yeah, but I can't leave her alive. I leave her alive into this vampire fight. I mean, how, how in control of yourself are you anyway? At this point, I'm fed. I, is it weird to say I kind of want to. They don't have a good way to do this in the system. Who? What are you trying to do? She wants to commit some murder. No, I'm trying to figure out how to cover up the fact that she was attacked by a fucking vampire. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is something where the there are other people alerted and heading in your direction, so whatever you're going to do, um, you're going to have to do it quick. I mean, are they close enough they've seen her? Uh, I don't think that the group has seen her. But I think for sure, because, you know, the intention was to sneak up on her and she saw you coming, she for sure has seen you. I I can make a suggestion. Sure. Because it kind of seems like um, vampires would have innate some innate magic to keep themselves covered up. Mm-hmm. So maybe a vampiric-based use magic role to uh, do one thing beyond... Oh, no, wait. I don't know. It doesn't specifically give you the ability to lock away a memory, but... Uh, I think that you could try to do something like uh, do one thing that is beyond human limitations. That's kind of a catch-all. Uh, I, I think you could do that to maybe, like, uh, I don't know, turn yourself invisible now and flee. I think if you are like erasing someone's memory, that that probably falls into big magic. Yeah, yeah, I would think that if I were erasing somebody's memory, I would have had to take the mental domination. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Move. Which sucks, but turn yourself invisible and then run. What's she gonna do? Say that you attacked her? Just like, I don't know who the hell that is. Run, bitch. Uh, or you could do the monstrous thing and snap her neck and leave. Yeah, I'm going to snap her neck and I don't have time to cover the body is the problem. I could snap her neck and take her with me. <laughs> Flee into the woods. Uh, okay, so you are you are attempting to kill her and then take the body with you. Uh, I think you are for sure strong enough to do all of that. But I think that you kind of realize that you fucked up a little bit here. Uh, so it is going to be uh, an act under pressure. All right. 
I'm dating an actual monster. You're dating. You're dating an actual monster. Uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, and you. Uh, do you sparkle? Is the real question. Uh, okay. So no. no getting back <laughs> to the scene. Uh, that is a seven. Uh, so with a seven, that is uh, the keeper is going to give you a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. Uh, so I think I th- think that. Uh, I'm going to give you a hard choice. I think you can kill her and bring her with you uh, as you intended, but someone else from the group is going to see you, uh, or you can get away without killing her. That is a hard choice. Wow. Dice have not been my friend tonight. I think it makes for a better story if I take her with me and somebody saw me. Okay, then that is exactly what happens. Uh, You, uh, hearing the people crashing through the woods, you quickly snap her neck. Probably not the first time you've done that, I imagine. Uh, And sling her over your shoulder and begin crashing through the brush. Um, but as you're doing this uh, and stepping away, you see uh, a, 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 one of the young men. Uh, he's got like really long, bushy hair, like definitely going for that hippie vibe. Uh, as you break the neck, uh, you lock eyes uh, before you disappear. Her solid black eyes. Yeah. Uh, but you managed to successfully escape. Um, where are you headed now? Uh, deeper into the woods. The 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 plan is from here to dump the body somewhere in the woods, make it look like it was an animal attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who's gonna believe the crazy druggies who are living in the woods? Find another bear, put a red wig on it. Bam, <laughs> alibi. And people are getting attacked in these woods. There is a there is a crazy bear attacking people in these woods. They were stupid for camping out here. They were probably on something. You can't trust a word they say. Exactly. Uh, all right. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I don't think you have to make any additional rolls here. Uh, I think you push uh, into the woods uh, to the south uh, and in short order uh, manage to dump the body. Uh, and you're you're a monster. You, you uh, can make it look like a bear attack easily enough. Uh, yeah, I think you get messy in the process, but you are able to accomplish it. Uh, during all this time, what has the rest of you been doing? Um, my guess is we go back to the camp, because we know that's our rendezvous point. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm going to take them back to camp and let Think Tank do their thinking. And I'm going to explain that we need to find the body of this ghost bear and whatever man seems to have climbed into it, and burn them after salting them to destroy the ghost forever, otherwise it's going to come back. Hey, didn't they have uh, that one fella what, uh, was, like, was tied to it? Hmm. Probably both of them. They're probably bound together for eternity in life as they were in death, or or the other way around, obviously. Camp is on a lake. I'm going to go for a swim in the lake and wash myself off before I go back to Dad. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think we can meet <laughs> all back together. Uh, Jillian walks into camp as you are all having this discussion. Uh, soaking wet. Her hair is wet. Her clothes are wet. You, uh... You okay, honey? 
fine. I just needed to cool off. Well, okay. Uh, he goes and gets her a he goes and gets her a towel. Mm-hmm. Um, for the record, uh, for the record, Chris, if she does anything suspicious, I'm not looking into it. Okay. Yeah, that's that's actually <laughs> really good to know. Uh, because, man, that's suspicious. Yeah, that's you... sus as fuck, and I'm paying attention. <laughs> Uh, you know, she did. She doesn't yeah. have any more injuries, and she's soaking wet. She's that sus as fuck. Uh, See, the no thing is, I never saw how injured you were. You left red as I was appearing. So, yeah, under no circumstances am I questioning my daughter and the nefarious activities that she gets up to when she goes stress relieving. I'm gonna scooch over and pat the spot next to me on the log in front of the fire. I'm gonna sit next to him with the towel that my dad got me around my shoulders, drying off my hair next to the fire. Uh, he uh, Luther passes around some uh, some tiny sticks with some marshmallows. Is everyone okay? Oh yeah, honey, I'm fine. You all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Well, Christopher here's been through a right uh, right ringer of a time, ain't you, boy? Other people have had it worse. She starts frantically looking you up and down. Are you okay? Um, I'm okay ish. Hey, misery ain't a race, boy. It's okay. <laughs> I, I I did get run over by a ghost bear. Yeah, that that thing hit like a Mack truck. All right, you're allowed to say I'm a little sore. Ain't nothing wrong with saying that hurt. In any case, as I was saying, we need to find where it was buried, dig it up, Salt the body, and then light it on fire. Put the spirit to rest. Alright, well, what do we know about a bear-man combo? Well, we were doing a bit of research, and we found a legend of uh, an old creature in this town. A bear that uh, was part of one of the circuses in the early days. It seems uh, it went crazy and killed its handler, so they tied it to a criminal and made them fight to the death. And then they buried its body in the woods. Well, there might be a court record. They made a bear and a criminal Alaskan knife fight. Exactly, yes. I love that you just called it an Alaskan knife fight. Though back home, we call it a Liverpool knife fight. Well, I don't call it plain stupid. Yeah. Wouldn't the bear win? I believe that's the intent. Well, it was also very sick and very injured already. I'm reasonably certain they killed each other, or the bear killed him and died from its own wounds shortly after. And then they buried it in an unmarked grave in the middle of the woods? Indeed. Well, I mean, it's a bear and a criminal. I'm sure they didn't think much of it. I mean, I'm using all of my psychic power here, but is it possibly in an area where a new casino is being built? Uh... Seems as good as any place to take a look. You're so smart. Horizon Lodge, I believe. I'm curious is this, if it's a Masonic-style lodge or a hunting-style lodge. We didn't have quite enough time to figure out which. Uh, I think from the billboard you saw, and the, there was probably posters and things like that in Town Hall, uh, it, it looks to be more like a resort-like hotel. Okay. Like Great Wolf Lodge 
Yeah. Okay. Something like that. I'm going to continue calling it a casino. <laughs> okay. Leopold's going to have not paid attention to any of those little details because why would he? They're American and stupid and he hates them. And they're not written in the book, so it's not important. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, maybe in the morning you all could go and uh, check some stuff out. Indeed. Okay. Um. Do we have fire making and salt in the truck? Uh, I got a can of gasoline and some salt. I have preparedness. <laughs> I mean, unless we want to go try to check it out tonight. What time is it? She looks up the stars. Hey, how late is it? How long has it been? Uh, so you guys have done a, a fair amount. It's probably pretty late. Um, m- maybe not by your standards, Jillian. Uh, I- I'd say you're getting close to midnight. Uh, probably not right on. Uh, the moon is out uh, and high in the sky. Uh, it's not quite full, uh, but it's 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 nearly there. Uh, so it's it's still pretty light out. Um, but for sure, it, it is late for normal people. So to clarify, it's close to midnight and there's something evil lurking in the dark? That is an apt description. And isn't there like a ridiculously clear full moon happening that some goth kids told you about? I'm sorry. I, I was just I was just getting the thriller reference. In. <laughs> oh, um, on, the, on the side, uh, Chris, when I, when I say that I have... A uh, when I say I have a can of gasoline and some salt, what I mean is that like I have a spare like couple gallons of gasoline in case my car breaks down and table salt. Uh, okay, yeah, I mean that hey, is it works. sodium, bro. Yeah, it is. It is salt and and fuel. Uh, it should suffice. Yeah, I, I wanted to make that clear because while my uh, my hunting. Uh, specialty is against vampires, which fire works on vampires. Fire apply it to everything. I, I don't hunt ghosts, so I don't have like blessed salt. I just have fucking table salt. Uh, I think that uh, Leopold would probably know that it it doesn't have to be like sanctified or or anything like that. It's it's yeah, it doesn't have to be sea salt gathered under a full moon or anything. It's just salt. Oh, well, in hell, I got gas and salt for days. Salt has long been known for its purative properties. Purative? That's not the right word. Well, I've just Purifying. done I usually just pour it in some poor sap's eyes when he ain't telling me what I want. <laughs> or even if you have rock salt to get ice off of the road. That would work, too. Oh, all right. Do we have shovels? Because you said we're going to have to dig... That is that is a question for you, not for me. I'm gonna roll me some sharp because I'm I came prepared. Okay. Uh nope. Or did you? Uh yeah, you there are shovels, uh, but they're not here. Uh you uh, I don't know that I can come up with something particularly bad that you would have like a favorite shovel or something, but they're not at hand. Mm. Oh wait, this is something unusual or rare. Never mind. Oh That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't even have made that roll. Uh, um, I we mean, probably have at least one spade in the truck. I mean, yeah, I'm a. I'm a this way we don't get. Maybe no, we might have two. This, you're a professional woodsman. No. I'm a professional yeah. woodsman, so it's not on my gear list. But uh, I didn't have an opportunity to like denote 
random stuff in the truck. Well, I think it says in the book that if it's like mundane shit that could easily be gotten, mm-hmm. you can easily get it. Yeah, I, I don't think we need to belabor the point. I think the fact that uh, Luther is a, a freaking lumberjack, uh, I think it's it's justifiable to say that you have a shovel. And if you don't, I, I don't think we need to like have you go to buy Mart or whatever and buy one. I think you can procure whatever number of shovels you want. So uh, I guess it's going to be an in- investigate the mystery to try to figure out where the actual gravesite is in the woods. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point um, you you have kind of hit on it that it's with the recent construction that is the most likely source. Um, I, I think you all kind of gather that that is the most logical conclusion. Uh, mm-hmm. And the the best place to start. I don't think you need to. I'm not going to make you roll for it. Cool. Well, all right. Do you want to head out there tonight, or are we licking our wounds and doing this tomorrow? I think better sooner rather than later, right? Sooner we get this done, the sooner we get out of this town. He looks over at Christopher. He's still a bit beat up. I'm not quite dead yet. <laughs> oh. Why don't you stay in the back of the group and, you know, try not to get hit? Yes, dear. Or you can keep an eye on the camp. Uh, I think it's probably better if, if we we get this done and move out as soon as possible, though. I mean, I did run my motorcycle into it on a main street. That is a good point. Last thing we need is to be around when people start questioning things. All right, let's go to the lodge. Uh, okay. So, uh, how are you getting there? Are you all piling in the truck, or uh, how's this happening? Pile in the truck. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, okay. Uh, you're leaving the motorcycle in the back. Yeah, I'm leaving it in the back with the others. Yeah, for now it's it's just gonna go there. <laughs> uh, okay, so you uh, you all pile in the truck and uh, once again start heading through town. Uh, you pass the the scene where the attack occurred earlier. Um, you can see that the the figure you saw uh, at the, the the initial sign of the the murder of the two hikers. Uh, he's there, the the older sheriff looking fellow. Um, there's definitely like tape across the scene and, and he's conducting interviews, but you're not like stopped or slowed down or anything as you go by. Um, That's good. Uh, you manage to, uh, to head out uh, to the outskirts of town. Uh, you once again pass the ranger station uh, and you uh, eventually find yourself on a dirt road, uh, that, like a, almost like a logging road that leads into the woods. Uh, and you can, tell just by the condition of road that there's probably been heavy machinery uh, carried through it. Uh, it's all chewed up, uh, especially in uh, the, the recent rains that came through here. Uh, and before too long, you find yourself at a construction site. Uh, there's a large swath of the woods, uh, kind of deep, like in the heights of the forest that have been cleared out. Um, you can see that a fair amount of work has been done 
um, not only clearing the area, but there are sections where there's actually concrete already been poured to form the foundation. Um, it's, it's almost like they've been working on it in stages. Um, and as you are approaching this scene, uh, you see there's actually a couple of cars uh, that are parked nearby. Um, and you see uh, standing next to them is the woman that Leopold and Luther saw at the museum. Uh, the woman uh, who you know is the mayor. I don't think you caught her name. Uh, and she is speaking to another woman who, who's probably in her 30s. You haven't seen her yet. Uh, she's definitely short. She has longer uh, black hair. Um, she's wearing a very neat uh, and pressed uh, uniform. Uh, it is green, and you can see uh, on her, her breast there is a lapel for uh, the Forest Service. Uh, and they, they appear to be having a, a heated discussion uh, but as you draw up in the pickup, uh, they both uh, stop talking uh, and turn to you. Um, the, the, the mayor uh, is a little red-faced, but uh, she kind of watches you all approach uh, quizzically. Uh, what do you guys do? Oh, why are the people in this town up so late? Oh, why, why don't I uh, approach and I hope somebody social comes with me? Chris, you should go help my dad. He's gonna bomb this. No offense, dad. <laughs> um, okay. None taken, honey. I'm going to try and help the big early man. I'm gonna I'm offer a, a big pod wave, like, hey. Uh, yeah, so as, uh, as Luther and Chris, uh, you, you pile out of the truck uh, and, and walk up to these two figures waving. Uh, the mayor looks at you and she says, "I'm I'm sorry. This this is a a, a private uh, area. I'm going to have to ask you guys to to clear out. Uh, what are you all even doing here this late?" Well, ma'am. Uh, well, to be frank with you, uh, I came from out of town when I heard about your uh, your bear attack, and uh, as an expert and skilled hunter myself, I was going to take a look into it. And its tracks done led me up here. You're a hunter, are you? Uh, that's... Yes, ma'am. And she kind of crosses her arms. Uh, well, I was thinking about rounding up the posse, uh, but if, if, you're, if you're a hunter by trade, and at this point, uh, the other woman kind of cuts in. She says, look, we're not cutting any licenses to hunt bears. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know who you are, but uh, th this is my responsibility. Could just hop out of the truck at this point. Well, I don't know that it's your responsibility, little lady, and I ain't telling you that you can't handle it yourself. But I already got me my hunting license, and I'll be happy to help take care of the situation if you take care of it first. No harm, no foul. Just here to help. Uh, can I see that license? You carrying that? Yes, ma'am. He'll hand it over. Uh, do you have a permit to hunt bear? Uh, there's bear permits. Uh, I, I think one of the things that definitely keyed all of you off is that bears are not native to this region and they haven't been seen for 20 years. So uh, I, I think if you have a bear hunting permit, it's probably not from this county. Oh, yeah, it's definitely from out of state. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm a dumb redneck. <laughs> 
she takes it from you uh, and pulls out a flashlight and shines it and uh, kind of concentrates reading it. You know it. what this seems like? This seems like mm. the perfect opportunity for me to sneak around everybody and get the salt and gas into this fucking facility. Sure, yeah, I think you can uh, unload uh, the gas and stuff from the back of the truck. Uh, if you're if you're trying to sneak by them, uh, I'm afraid this is going to be an act under pressure. And my daughter gets it. I'm a big old distraction. You are a big old distraction, and I'm going to give this a try and hope that I don't fail again. Uh, and I, I think if you want uh, uh, either Christopher or Luther, you can roll uh, plus cool to help out. That That's optional. I mean, obviously that can go wrong. Uh, it's up to you, though. I think the situation warrants it. Do it. I will help. Can you can you make me a, a somebody else's problem field? Um, potentially, maybe. Is that a thing I, you can do as a psychic? I can make noises and suggestions in their head and potentially distract them enough. Min- minimize my impact? Yeah, I think you could even just, uh, if you're aware of what she's doing, and I think you probably are, you can uh, even just suggest that they not notice her. I like that idea. I love that idea. They have much more important things to deal with right now, they obviously. They deal with this gentleman in front of them. Yeah, the giant of a man with a... With a, a this redneck who wants to shoot things in their in their <laughs> jurisdiction. Um, so would that be a charm for the manipulate or a cool to help out? Uh, I think because it is specifically help out, it would be plus cool. Okay. Dazang. All right. Uh, nice. Okay, that is 11. Uh, so that is a 10 plus. You will give, uh, give Jillian plus one for it. So Jillian, go ahead and, uh, roll plus cool as well. Oh my gosh, really? Uh, so that is an eight plus one (laughs) is a nine. Uh, so I will give you a worse outcome, a hard choice or a price to pay. All right. Name them off. Oh, Jillian. You failed. You are the perfect predator. Just barely. (laughs) Uh, okay, so I think uh, I'm going to give you a, a worse outcome. I, I think you can get by them without much issue, but once you actually get into the site and start rooting around, uh, you're you're going to draw the attention of uh, the park ranger. That that will be your worst outcome. Uh, so as she's she's kind of scrutinizing this paperwork, she hears uh, I don't know. You step on a twig she, or kick over she a hears bucket. Her kicks up like son of a bitch. Yeah, she uh, jerks her head up, uh, and uh, she kind of shoves the paperwork towards the bear. Uh, and I'm going to give these people names, because I keep referring to them as people, because yeah, <laughs> that's normally a thing that happens in conversation. Uh, so you know the, the mayor is named uh, Rosa, Rosa Roswell, uh, and you can see that uh, the, the forest ranger, she actually has a name badge. That, that, that has a reason. We can, we can write that into fiction. Uh, her name is uh, Frida Davidson. Uh, Frida, uh, her head jerks up, and she kind of shoves the paperwork towards the mayor, and she says, uh, take care of this. Uh, and she begins uh, moving towards the, the campsite. Or not the campsite, the construction site. So, Jillian, uh, you kick over a bucket uh, as you kind of, you, you are in the middle of the site, and I think maybe there's like a, 
uh, a fabricated wall or, or a frame or something, so you're not in immediate view. Um, so, Leopold, you've been sitting in the truck. What are you doing? Uh, you see this park ranger take off. Uh, read the bad. Read a bad situation doesn't seem like it would be a good fit for trying to spot where the most likely place that uh, something would have been disturbed would be. That so would probably be probably investigate the mystery, right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So I'm going to try to do a little bit of investigation while all this is going on. Uh, okay, so are you doing that from the truck? How are you going about doing this? Um. Well, she did just take off after me. And it's very distracting. You know what? I'm going to use magic. Okay. I'm going to try to use magic to use uh, to open up my third eye and peer around mystically and look for all the gatherings of power in the area. Nerd! Sure. Yeah, I think that definitely uh, is applicable. Go ahead and uh, roll plus weird. Uh, so that is a 12. Uh, so you, uh, uh, that on a 10 plus, it works without issues. Uh, and it sounds like you are trying to basically do your, your remote viewing trick you did earlier. Yeah, observe another place uh, or time. Yeah, so I think uh, you get a little bit of both um, as you kind of open your third eye and take in your surroundings. Um, what you notice is that there is a, a section of the construction site uh, which appears to be new, like they just broke ground. Um, and through this kind of mystical vision, um, you you get glimpses of a time in the past, um, and you see there are there's a kind of a, a rough and tumble man, uh, not not really unlike Luther, really. Uh, who uh, ha is covered in sweat and breathing hard, and he's got like dirt smeared over his face, uh, and he's standing over a pit, and he's looking down in it, and you can see there is the corpse of a, a very large brown bear, uh, much like the pictures you saw. This is in fact the grave of Bojo, and uh, as as your vision kind of fades out, you see he kind of uh, you know settles, uh, does a little bit of a stretch, and uh, begins. Uh, digging or filling filling the grave back in, uh, so you know that the grave of Bojo is in fact uh, over to your left, uh, probably in the direction Jillian went. I think that makes the most sense narratively. Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. Uh, what about uh, Christopher and and Luther? Uh, you uh, you uh, I'll say you're aware that Jillian was sneaking off, uh, and you definitely heard her cuss. Uh, what what are you guys doing? The mayor the mayor in front of you, Rosa, she seems thoroughly confused. Uh mayor, if if you could just approve these, uh I'll get on the bear hunt and I'll go tell uh Ranger uh what's her teeth to get out your way. Uh yeah, look. Uh be between you and me, uh Ranger Davidson, she does a, a fantastic job, but there are a, a lot of people who have money tied up in this project and this whole murder thing uh it's it's not the kind of attention we want to draw for a growing town uh and and willows cove is growing so if if you can take care of this um we can we can make whatever paperwork we need to uh be done between you and me uh 
hero mayor has bear removed from project saves hundreds is a great title killer bear thank you christopher uh you know i i like the way you guys think uh yeah definitely i like the cut of your jib <laughs> yeah uh this is this is a problem i need solved and if if you can take care of this uh i don't i don't see something as pitily as uh, a permit getting in the way uh christopher you uh, read mines yes i was about to say that i am going to peer into her mind so yes I she's not mine. suspicious as hell right remember widow's cove is always growing uh, so is, is uh, from your playbook, is that something that you have to roll for, or can you just do it? Um, it allows me to read their thoughts and put words in their mind. Allows you to investigate a mystery and re read a bad situation without actually needing to talk. Uh, okay. Um, so I don't think investigate a mystery is applicable, uh, but I think that, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, maybe... Well, read a bad situation gives you some questions you can ask. That might be applicable. Uh, let's see. What are the questions? Uh, what's my best way in or out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's the most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? If if you're suspicious of her, um, is there a danger I haven't noticed? It makes a lot of sense, actually. That, that's actually, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, I think that's that's applicable. Go ahead and uh, roll plus sharp. Stupid. There we go. Yay! Uh, that is a nine. You can hold one, uh, so you can ask one question. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Uh, okay, so I'd say uh, using your innate psychic powers uh you peer into her mind uh she she is 100 percent being legit about she she wants this problem to go away she will do whatever she can to make it disappear um she's she's being level with you oh that's good uh as far as are there any dangers we haven't noticed um i'd say that as you are kind of rooting around in her mind, um, uh, I think you are kind of open to, uh, I don't know, the, the psychic energies that are out there. Um, and you do sense that that malevolent force that you felt uh, is not close, but it is coming closer. Oh, you're running out of time. Uh, Bojo's, Bojo's inbound. The ghost is reforming as we speak. <laughs> I actually, um, I turn and I, I, I poke Mr. Hunterman in the shoulder. Like, um, Bojo's coming. Uh, he looks over at the mayor. Hey, uh, you wanna you wanna make this real easy on us and just get your ranger friend and uh, have this discussion back in your office? She uh, she she looks at you uh, and she says, "I should I be alarmed? Uh, I I mean I can I can go collect Frida, but there, there's a bear and I smell it. 
she gives you a look. You can smell the bear. Uh huh. You know he what? Gives her a knowing wink. I, I'm not gonna ask. You're taking care of this. This is what I want. She she heads over uh, where Frida is. Frida is near that kind of low wall uh, where Jillian is kind of in the process of just kicking a bucket. Uh, Jillian, you hear footsteps coming your direction. What do you do? What's around me? Uh, there's like um, the earth itself is dug up probably like two feet deep as they are getting ready to lay a foundation. But there's also like uh, we'll say it's like a retaining wall that kind of sticks up out of the the ground where it's like especially kind of uh, sloppy and muddy. Um, so you've got like a, a wall which is probably just like chest high that you're stooped under having just kicked the bucket. Uh, and then there's kind of the, the pit near you that you're standing in now. Alright, there is not very many places for me to hide. Uh... Stay perfectly still, their vision is based on movement. Turn into mist. Or Grangers. I wish I could turn into mist. Is that something I can do? That has to be a special power all on its own, right? Uh, I mean, you. We could say it falls into use magic. That that makes sense, right? You're a vampire. You got vampire magic. All right, I'll give it a try. What is that weird? Uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll plus weird. Use your magic. Uh, and it, we'll say it falls under. Uh, goes beyond human limitations. You're really uh, turning into mist. Yeah. Uh, so with a. Uh, 10 plus the magic works without issues. You guys have been really good at magic. Just magic, nothing <laughs> else. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, so you dissipate uh, and uh, into like this kind of mist. Uh, and I, I think with uh, when uh, when Frida rounds the corner with her flashlight in hand, uh, she kind of shines it around uh, the scene. Uh, and she sees that the the bucket you kicked is kind of laying on its side, and she she looks around, uh, but then moves on. Uh, she has no reason to suspect the mist. What was that? The mist. Uh, and so uh, I think uh, not long after, uh, uh, Mayor Rosa comes up uh, and uh, calls out to Frida and says, "Hey, Frida." Come on, let's uh, let's go. And uh, Frida kind of turns to her and uh, puts her her arms on her waist. She says, "You just want to leave these people? Look, Mayor, uh, I-, I understand that you got a lot of money tied up here, but uh, I am a federal worker. I'm not under your jurisdiction. Uh, are any of you interjecting here? Actually, she is under your jurisdiction." If she's a state park worker. Is that Mist talking? I mean, what? Damn, the whisper of Mist. <laughs> hey, someone who isn't the big lug could intervene in some fashion. Sorry, I'm busy making magic happen and having psychic visions. Yo, telepath. Uh, uh, well, the, I'm Mist. I'm just going to go and look for the fucking grave. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think uh, Jillian, as you're standing in this pit, you would see that there is... Uh, a suspicious uh, sink. Uh, not like a sinkhole, but there is like a suspicious uh, 
deviation in the ground, you you can tell where the body is. Oh, then I at this point <laughs> I'm going to think really loudly. Found it. And hope that my psychic boyfriend is listening. Just gonna think that as hard as you can. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, Christopher, I think it's up to you. You know how your powers work. Do you hear that? Are you that in tune with Jillian? Um, yes. Yay! But over that distance, no one else. She has a lot of my essence inside of her. Gross. Gross? I'm gonna gonna put a lot of my chainsaw inside of you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Love it. Um, if the sheriff or ranger or whoever the hell she is is still having trouble leaving, I'm going to give her a telepathic suggestion to uh, just go home and go to bed. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I Deal think with this they're in the kind morning. of <laughs> they're they're still standing there bickering. Uh, the. Frida, the the forest ranger, she she really doesn't want to leave, especially with with you all there. Uh, and and Mayor Rosa is definitely pulling to just get out of your hair and go. Uh, Christopher, you can you can feel that that presence growing closer. You, it's probably not far off at this point. Uh, but if you want to try to uh, use your mojo by all means. Go ahead and roll, manipulate someone, and we'll say, "What are you specifically saying?" As uh... I am telling Frida that it is just—it's too late. It's too much trouble. She should just go home and go to bed. Uh, okay. So the reason is it's too much trouble, and what you want them to do is go home. Uh, okay. Go ahead and roll plus charm, unless it's weird for your weirdness. It's still charm. Okay. And whatcha? Good luck. Terrible. That is a nine. They'll do it, but only if you do something from the right now to show you mean it. If you ask too much, they'll tell you what, if anything, uh, it would take for them to do it. Uh, I think as you are implanting this uh, thought in her mind, uh, you can sense that she is pretty stubborn and the only way she's going to be leaving now uh, is if you all go with her oh god damn it almost worked I'm giving it to the count of ten then I'm going to start digging I pull my large hunter friend to the side and tell him like what their ranger's not going to leave as long as we're here can't get rid of her, and Bojo is, like, across the street and running. Yeah, if those two stay, they're gonna die. Exactly. So, we have to leave if we want them to leave. I ain't leaving Jules here. You... <sighs> Alright. Keep them busy, I'm getting my gun. <laughs> uh, so, as you, uh, Luther, you go to your, your truck... Uh, and you start pulling out uh, a gun. Uh, Jillian, what is it you said you're doing at the count of ten? Oh, I'm going to reform in the hole and start digging. 
Uh, okay, I, I think what happens is uh, as things start to come to a head here, Luther, you you go for your gun, Christopher, you're you're kind of still pushing at uh, Frida's mind, uh, and Leopold, uh, you are uh, confirming the location of this creature. Jillian, you pop out of mist form uh, and shove your. We don't have time for this. Yeah, you drive your shovel into the dirt, and as soon as you fling out one uh, one shovel full of dirt, as it hits the ground, uh, you see the air uh, above the grave begins to get a tinge of red as uh, Bojo and Frank begin to reform. 